Hi there, and welcome to Entrepreneur on the Grow podcast. And today I'm really excited about sitting down with one of our our past students of Startup School and alumni of Startup School, but more importantly, a previous winner of the prize funding, um, Zanele Mangena, um, who has a little business, uh, but I think she has more than just one business going on. I know she's a busy, a busy human being. Uh, her business that she took through the Startup School is called Intercorso Yemfundo. Um, and I can't wait to hear more about what that business is, what it does, and then just a little bit about how it is you're coping at the moment as an entrepreneur, what it was like to, to go through the course and, and excitingly win a little bit of prize funding. So welcome, Zanelia, and thanks for joining me. Thank you so much, Jod. Thank you for having me on the podcast, and I'm excited to be sharing my journey today. Fantastic. Zanelia, let's, let's kick off. Let us know, um, you know, what is your business? What does it do? What's it all about? All right. Um, so um, we have a tutoring business called Indogo Zoyemfundo Project, which in English means joy for education. So what had happened is that um, we were tutors in high school. Um, so being tutors in high school, um, especially in the learning areas of English and mathematics, where content builds on each other. So what you know in grade 11 is a um, culmination of what you would have learned in grade eight, nine, and 10, and so forth. So being tutors um, in high school at that level and realizing that a lot of the learners that we were trying to help actually missed essential steps in their foundation. There, were, mm. there was a large gap of knowledge um, where it concerned them when it came to some of their subjects, especially in mathematics and English. And a lot of the times when we were tutoring them, we'd have to spend time going back, establishing the basics so that we can build up to what they are learning right now. And we realized that this is a problem that didn't start when they were in grade 11, for example. It's a problem that started when they were in their younger grades. They didn't um, grasp the concepts um, back then. And we could see the results of that um, in these later schooling years. This is when um, me and my business partner sat down and thought to ourselves, what could we do to er eradicate this problem? Um, it looks like we're tackling this problem from um, the top instead of going to the root of it. And this is when we started doing some marketing research um, around our community. So um, we started this project in our township and we did some marketing research and we were asking um, the parents of children, like, how are you finding, um, how are you finding the syllabus? How are you finding helping your children with English, with mathematics? Are your children coping? What's going on? And we'd ask also the high school learners, if you had a chance to do over this so that we can help you better, what would you have liked for us to do for you? And then mm. they would tell us things like they would have liked for us to start at their foundation. They would have liked for um, us to teach them these concepts earlier on so that when they are almost finishing high school, they don't have to struggle so much. Yeah. And so from this market research, we decided to launch the first phase of our uh, tutoring program. We approached a few primary schools in our township and we started on a voluntary basis that, oh, okay, can you please um, 
loan us your premises and perhaps give us a couple of your students and let's see what we can do with them. And that's what we did. We went to primary schools and we took on grade fives and sixes and sevens and we started tutoring them the core essential, the foundations of mathematics um, and English, teaching them literacy, how to actually understand it, um, how to comprehend text, how to actually um, not just do it on the surface, but go, go in deeper and not just do that, but actually have a firm interest in learning. And that's what we did. So we went and we started tutoring. We started um, doing tournaments. We started putting joy into the learning experience. We started creating curiosity for these learners um, to, to, to start taking charge of their learning and to realize that learning is a blessing. It opens so many doors for you and it opens up your mind and how much you can do. And so that's what we did. We went to um, primary schools and we then became officially um, in Dawaz Funda project, putting joy back into education, making education exciting for primary school children and giving them a strong foundation that they can build on well into their high school years and even further beyond that. Amazing. I, what I love about your interrogation of the problem was that you, you know, you looked you looked holistically and looked back and said, "Well, we need to figure out where where did it where did it go wrong if it went wrong, and how can we how can we fix that?" And it's so interesting that you started this thing in a in a voluntary way, and you've now now it's turned into into a fully fledged business. So, how many um how many schools or how many students are you are you working with, uh, or have you you must have started with a small handful, as you said, but now now what's what sort of size are you at? Yes, so we started with about 80 children and over time that grew into 300 children. We couldn't contain the classes anymore. Um, yeah. There were so many children that we had to cater towards and obviously that led to us needing more hands, more tutors and even parents telling us that, wait, my, ch my child has this problem. I'm willing to pay a service um, so that I can help them. And I think that was the testimony that you realize that it's not just a handful of children who are struggling. There's actually multitudes that need these type of services. And mm -hmm. um, the, the amazing thing about our project is that we started in the township um, and we realized that it was children mostly in our townships that struggled um, with these concepts. A lot, lots of them, um, because of our tutoring experience, we realized after high school, they'd most likely not continue to varsity. A lot of them would actually also drop out um, during the course of their studies because they simply couldn't grasp these concepts and they couldn't understand what was going on. So to be able to go and start with these handful of them and grow and have at least 300 plus having gone through our program and having gone through it and knowing that when they get to high school, they've got confidence in their abilities and that they we've leveled the playing field now. Um, yes. There's nothing that can disadvantage their learning or try and confuse them because we've established a firm foundation on which they could stand on. Amazing. Well, speaking about learning and, and foundation, I, I wanted to ask you, 
about your experience with with the startup school. Uh, how how did you find the startup school, and and what was your experience like uh, going through the twelve week entrepreneurship development program? I found startup school at a time where I really, really needed it. I know, for example, because we operated um, on physical um, premises. So a lot of the times our tutoring would happen in-house at schools um, on weekends. And when COVID came, um, a lot of that couldn't happen anymore. Um, in 2020, we had to shut our doors and not do the full um tutoring physically which did definitely hurt our business and I think one thing that it did it made us realize that we need to make learning accessible not just to the premises of physical space but we need to start innovating different ways to reach out to our learners and we need to now definitely get on board and go with the tech space so we were at um, a point of now pivoting and going online and introducing online classrooms and building mobile applications that our learners could access and be able to have access to even if they can't come to our physical spaces. And in that process, putting all the finances that we put together into developing an online um, platform into starting online resources and realizing that we're going to have to rethink our business we're going to have to rethink our model and we're going to have to adapt to whatever environment um, is coming and make sure that we keep up with the times being at that point and realizing that we need a new way of doing business is how I found startup school I thought to myself since we are pivoting since we are changing since the whole concept of how we viewed business before as a social enterprise it's time for us to see how we can also improve our skills so that we're able to adapt to this changing environment of business. And this is how I found um, Startup School in the year 2021. And I don't want to lie, when I enrolled into Startup School, the, a lot of the content um, was focused on things that we wouldn't have thought about as entrepreneurs that were starting up. It, it's things that we, we, we hadn't really put into, um, put in, put into um, practice before. And we started um, learning about things like labor laws. How are we treating our tutors? What do we need to do? We started thinking about conflict resolution. We started thinking about holistic things that make a business whole that you as a startup entrepreneur wouldn't have thought about. Um, and this is essentially what we got from startup school. We realized that a business is not just a business. It's got more um, to do then with just the daily running of the business, the accounting, um, the marketing, this, that, but it's also about things like conflict resolution, things like knowing which laws are coming into practice and how to put it into your business. It's about making sure that you have a good team and you know how to take care of your team and you, you know um, how to manage them well. Um, mm. And also some of the core business principles, how to execute marketing in a way that's effective. That's something that we didn't know. It's something that we hadn't put into practice as small, uh, small entrepreneurs coming into the game. So startup school definitely opened my eyes. It gave me the opportunity 
to start thinking about more than just um, the little financials of the business and this and that, but really to think about the business holistically. And at the end of the 12-week program, I had so much. I had a value proposition that I could put um, forward should I have to pitch. I had a business plan that was succinct and sufficient. And I had a whole host of skills that I could use to improve this business. Amazing, Zanelli. Thank you. I, I appreciate the, 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 the reflection on that. I loved the way you talked at the beginning about, you know, you needed to, to figure out how to pivot. Um, and that's such a big deal in, 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 in business, uh, knowing how to do that, but particularly when it comes to moments of crisis and, and uh, such as COVID. Um, so well done on, on, on your ability to do that. And then also well done on, 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 on sticking with the course and, and uh, learning all that you learned to make this business work and that much more resilient. But now the most exciting thing is you were, you were, you rose to the top and you, and you won the hundred thousand rand prize funding at the end of, of, of your 12 week program. Um, I wonder what did it feel like winning and, and, and how has it impacted you uh, and your business? Sure. So going into startup school, my main priority was to find skills on how to make sure that as we adapt, our business will not only survive, but be sustainable for years to come. I went into the program to learn how to actually execute these entrepreneurial skills in a way that is effective and impactful for the business. And that's exactly what I got at the end of 12 weeks. I got a whole broad perspective of what we could do with the business, how we could grow, how we could be sustainable and so forth. And entering into the competition was just an incentive of that. It was just thinking, oh, okay, since I've learned these amount of skills, since I've gained this and that, let me just enter, not even expecting to win because my <laughs> sole focus was gaining the skills. And that's what yeah. I got. I got the skills. I got what I needed to pick my business and make sure that it is successful. But entering into the competition, I didn't think it would amount to much. I just entered just for courtesy and because startup school is amazing and it gives us opportunities like this. So I just thought I've gotten the skills. I got what I came here for, but let me just take an opportunity to do this. And then we did eventually win and it, it was unbelievable. It was amazing. And most of all, it was touching because what we do as a social enterprise, it's not just for us, but it's for our community. It's for our children that we are helping. It's for the parents of the community. And knowing that there is somebody out there that believes in us, that sees our vision and is willing to invest in our vision was a big thing. It really, really was because it could mean that we didn't have to confine our social enterprise to the townships and where we were, but it, could, it, it meant that we were now able to expand. It meant that the apps, the applications, the different things that we're working on, one of the biggest things was the literacy app, which teaches children um, to read, which actually takes children through the steps of how to read, which is a big thing in high school. A lot of children in our townships do not know how to read in grade eight. And knowing that there's someone who supports our vision in 
putting out an app like that or in putting out our services on a greater platform, it was humbling more than anything. And it's something that we truly, truly were grateful for, definitely. Uh, that's such a, so lovely to hear. And I, and I think it leads me straight into my next question. So how is it going and, and, and what are the, what's on the horizon for you and your business? Wow. Um, since taking on startup school, the skills that I learned um, together with the investment and even now that the COVID restrictions have opened, the best thing is that we were now able to expand to more than one location. So we've got about two, three schools that we're working with now and they are in different parts of our province. Um, we're not just um, contained in a small township in Johannesburg, Soweto, but we are working towards going to Ekuruleni. We're working towards also moving outside of Johannesburg and trying to actually set up schools in the different provinces that we have so that we've got a greater reach and we are helping more. Um, one of the most exciting things as well is that our programmer can now outsource and get other people on board so that our app is available our our range of mobile applications are available um soon on the play store for children to actually benefit from um right. we're also putting a lot of um we're putting a lot of um focus on how we are building our online classroom so that we don't just reach out to the children that we have here in our vicinity but actually to the whole broader South African context. And I think that has been a blessing, definitely. Amazing, amazing. That's very exciting. And, and the, the idea of, of expanding your impact is, 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 is an entrepreneur's dream. And it's so, so lovely that you are, um, we're hearing about you actually doing that. Uh, so that's fantastic. Let me know, um, won't you let us know how we can get hold of, of, of these, of these apps or your business? Have you got a website and, and, and the name of the, of the apps uh, perhaps? Definitely. So we have a website and on our website, we will have links to the apps once they are ready on the Play Store. Our website is www.indogozayemfundo.co.za. Excellent. And are you on social media at all? We definitely oh. are. We are growing our social media platforms. We are on um, um, Instagram at Indogozoyemfundo. And we are also on Facebook, um, Indogozoyemfundo Project. Awesome. And lastly, I wanted to ask, have you got any, any pearls of wisdom or advice that you'd like to leave for anybody who's listening, uh, particularly those who are in a similar place to you, early stage uh, of their adventures with their venture, um, startups, uh, right at the ideation, any advice or, or, or comments you want to make to those guys listening? I think the first thing is believe in yourself, believe in whatever it is that you want to do, believe in it. Um, and I think that's the first step. And from believing in it, make sure that you go and you, you find a range of skills that are going to help you grow whatever it is that you want. For example, finding startup school gave me 
the, the tools that I needed. It helped me, um, just like Stephen Covey's books, um, book says in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, one of the skills he puts up there is sharpen the saw. So sharpen the saw, go out there, get the skills that you need so that you can succeed as an entrepreneur. Make sure that you're constantly learning, you're constantly growing and you're constantly gaining something. I feel the most important part of entrepreneurship is not just the business, but it's about learning. Make sure that you learn as much as you can from your business, from your experiences and other people's experiences. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to go out there and actually find out about what you can do um, to upskill yourself. Mostly also take every single opportunity that comes along, whether it's a big opportunity or a small opportunity, take it. And you never know, an opportunity can lead you to a place that you had never, you would have never expected to get to. I took the opportunity to apply for startup school, thinking that, okay, I'm just going to try and learn as many skills as possible, not knowing that that, that opportunity that I took would actually lead to something more. So don't be afraid to take opportunities. Believe in yourself and make sure that you're a lifelong learner. Don't, when you fall, when you, you, when you fall back, don't stay down. Make sure that you stand up learn from your mistakes and see how you can adapt, see how you can pivot from a situation, see how you can learn from it and how you can grow from it. Amazing, Zanelli. Thank you. I think those are incredibly powerful words and ones that are so important for our entrepreneurs to hear. So thank you so much for your time today. It's been lovely to hear um, your story. And, and we know that the story is right at the beginning and there's lots more to come. <clears throat> and um we're excited about, about hearing about the, the, the growth and the success and the impact that you're going to have on the South African education um, scene. Definitely, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you once again for having pro uh, programs like Startup School for entrepreneurs like myself. It's definitely needed in the South African um, entrepreneurship space. We definitely need more um, courses that upskill us and teach us the right way to do business. And I'm definitely grateful for Startup School for giving me the opportunity to do this.